Welcome to the Biology of Trauma podcast, the show that provides professionals with the knowledge and tools for effective science-based solutions for the trauma healing journey. I am your host, Dr. Amy, and I've done the hard work so you can stop your endless searching, have a roadmap for your own work, and be able to help others more powerfully. Welcome to this episode of the Biology of Trauma podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and in this episode, I will be sharing a masterclass that I taught on the three surprising ways the body communicates trauma. Because in this episode, we are going to be answering the question, what are the ways the body communicates stored trauma? You see, our bodies are always communicating with us, but we aren't listening. We weren't taught how to listen. But yet when we can learn to hear, listen, and understand what our body is communicating with us, it gives us the ability to give it exactly what it needs, what it needs to heal. Otherwise, we are left guessing and going from one expert to another, one treatment to another, one therapy to another, and without getting the change that we want. In this episode from this masterclass, there are two main sections where I cover in the first section, what is the trauma response? Because it is very different than the stress response. And in the second section, we go over what are the three surprising ways the body communicates trauma so that you can know what are these ways that we need to be looking at that the body communicates stored trauma. Let's dive in where I am talking about the trauma response in the body and how it is so different than the stress response. So the body's trauma response is to shut down, (laughs) is to collapse, is to feel crushed. When I am in stress mode, I feel, I feel energy. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring things out. Ah, but when my body goes into a trauma mode, I feel what? I feel low energy. I feel overwhelmed. I feel done. Is anybody relating to what I'm sharing tonight? So the body holds these experiences of overwhelm. And what we can do is we can come along and we can ignore it. (laughs) I was a master of that. We can stuff it. Mm, Yeah, I was a master of that too. And we can just outright deny it. Yeah, I was a master of that too. And I want to tell you a story of when, when I was that person, when I was still living in that place. And I, I was going through medical school. I was going through residency. My, my body didn't have time to be tired. I couldn't allow my body to have the rest that it was desperately asking for. I started to have symptoms of digestive issues and anxiety and sleep problems. Oh, and I'm so sad to say, but guess what I did? I ignored it. It was like when you're driving down the road and that check engine light comes on in your car (laughs) and you're like, shoot, like, I don't have time for this today, right? Like I've got this meeting to go to, or I'm on this trip. Like this is not the time for a check engine light to go on. And when it is our body's check engine light that comes on, here's what we can do. We can put something over it. We can put a piece of paper over it. We can put 
something over it so that we don't see it. And if I don't see it, it's not there, right? Or wrong. We can, we can ignore these messages from our body. We can ignore our body and keep pushing it for a long time. And what happens is that over time, our body goes more and more into this place of what I call the trauma response. And that's exactly what happened to me. And I got so sick. I went so far ignoring that check engine light that my body crashed and my body gave up. And there was a period of time for a couple months there where my body was in bed and it was with fatigue and I didn't have the answers. I didn't, I didn't know. Of course, what I got to learn is this is the body's trauma response. And even though I had ignored it, stuffed it and denied it for most of my life, my body was still holding on to the truth. It's truth of I'm holding on to things. I'm holding on to trauma. I'm holding on to experiences in my life that have been overwhelming and we've never processed. What are the ways, what are these signals that our body can give us to let us know, hey, check the engine. <laughs> hey, we've got some stored trauma that we need to resolve. We need to safely open up and process so that we're not getting sicker with time. There are three ways that we can recognize the body's truth of holding on to trauma. Three ways. And it's really the different levels at which trauma shows up in our body. There are three different levels that our body expresses trauma that is stored. And one would be our thoughts. Our thoughts, yes. So our thoughts, our body's sensations, and our physical health are the three ways that we can recognize. There is trauma that my body is holding on to. Let's take them one at a time. And I actually want to take our thoughts first. When we are feeling crushed by those rocks, not when we were still holding the rocks up, when we were feeling crushed by those rocks, what kind of thoughts do you think a person might have? They are all negative. They are all negative thoughts, right? And they are these thoughts of, I can't do this. I'm done, right? I just, comedic and, and I said it at the same time, I'm done with this. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I can't. What's the use? That's exactly one of the thoughts that so many of my patients would have when they would come in. And I'm seeing them. And for the first time, because of course, now I've started to do this trauma work for myself. And for the first time, I'm seeing this in, in my patients. And they come in and they sit down and the first words out of their mouth, the first words out of their mouth are, what's the point? What's the use? I'm too tired. I can't do this anymore. Those are the thoughts that when we have that thought, we can know, oh, my body's in a trauma response right now. And then I have a phrase that I like to use, which is, isn't that interesting? And that way I stay out of the judgment and the criticism and the shame that would have piled on on top of, 
on top of that after, after I realize that my body's in a trauma response. So it allows me to just stay in a curious place, a curious place of, oh, isn't that interesting? My body is in a trauma response right now. And I hadn't even noticed that. This is my check engine light going off right now. Oh, I'm going to pay attention to this check engine light right now. So again, my phrase, and these are my words, my phrase is, oh, isn't that interesting? Let's go on to the next level at which trauma shows up in the body. And that was the body sensations. So again, let's go back to that moment where, oh, we were holding up the rocks. We were holding it all together. Oh, and now we're not. And we're in the collapse. What might a person's body feel like when they're in that place? What might a person's body feel like when those rocks crush them? Dizzy, exhausted, heavy, no more energy, sick, migraines. Yeah, anhedonic, which is a word for saying like just no motivation, right? Just have no motivation. Disconnected, drained, weak. So body sensations. This is another way that when we feel that exhaustion, when we feel that breath go away, when we feel like we just want to sit there, that we can say that phrase that I've given you now of, huh, isn't that interesting? My body's in a trauma response right now. And again, for me, just being able to come from that place of curiosity rather than the, oh, here you go again, Amy, you're back into this place again. <laughs> That's not so helpful. That actually keeps us stuck in that trauma place, right? Because shame is part of the trauma place. So I've learned to just become curious about it and to use it as the check engine light, the check engine light that for me tells me, informs me. It just is giving me information. That's all it is. It's just information that Amy, your body has gone into a trauma response. Huh? Isn't that interesting? Now there are, there's one more way that we can recognize that our body has gone into a trauma response. And this is not something that most people know. So I'm excited to share this with you. And this is our physical health, our physical health. Do you know that there are certain symptoms, conditions, even diagnoses that are actually associated with the trauma response? We've thought that they've been associated with stress, but that's not true. These are actually symptoms, conditions, diagnoses that are associated with the trauma response. The three surprising ways to recognize the body's trauma response, the body's sensations, that heaviness, our thoughts, those thoughts of, I can't do this anymore. And then our physical health and what would those physical health symptoms, conditions, and diagnoses be? These are the symptoms, the conditions, the diagnoses that if someone has had these, 
this is when their body is in a trauma response, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, depression, IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, metabolic syndrome, autoimmunity. These are strongly associated with the trauma response so that the more time that a body has been in a trauma response, the more likely these symptoms are to happen and the greater degree to which a person will have these symptoms expressed in their health. Now I started to develop chronic fatigue. I started to develop chronic pain. I started to develop depression. I started to develop autoimmunity. Again, did I do anything about it? Nope. We're just going to put something right over that check engine light. I'm going to ignore it. I've got things to do. I've got responsibilities. I've got to get through school. I've got to get through training. I've got, oh my goodness, the list is long. I don't have time to listen to my body and actually figure out what it's trying to tell me. I just need to figure out how to keep it quiet. Body, can you just keep it down? Can I just put you on mute? Can I just stuff it so that I don't feel tired, so that I don't feel alone, so that I don't feel these things? How can I ignore you? How can I stuff you? How can I distract myself so that I don't feel you? And yet again, we can ignore it. We can stuff it. We can deny it. But the body still holds it. That is the truth of our body. Just because we don't feel it, see it, listen to it, doesn't mean it's gone anywhere. The body's truth is that it still holds it. Truth, truth. Say that with me. Truth. This is the body's truth. It still holds it. And it becomes problems. It has come with a cost. It's come at a cost to our relationships. It's come at a cost to our work, our career. It's come at a cost to our health. There's been a cost to not listen to that check engine light. So I invite you right now to take your hands and place them somewhere on your belly. Place them on your belly because this is often the place where our body holds its truth. And even just look down at your body for a moment. Look down at your body. Have I been ignoring your messages? Oh, have I been ignoring your messages? For most of my life, I ignored my body's messages. I didn't know how to read those messages. And honestly, I didn't want to hear them because I didn't want to take the time to listen to my body. If that has been you, know that you are not alone. This is most people in our society because we just haven't known how to listen to our body. In this podcast episode, I shared a section of a live masterclass I taught on three surprising ways our body communicates trauma so that we can hear, listen, and understand these messages from our body. Those three ways are thoughts, our body sensations, and our physical health. Not listening to these signs of stored trauma in our body does come at a cost. It comes at a cost to our relationships, 
at a cost to our work, our career, and our health, our physical health. There is a cost to not listen to that check engine light. If your body is communicating that it has stored trauma, what do you do? On the webpage for this episode, I have all the links that you will need, including a link to another podcast episode that was titled, Where Do We Begin With Stored Trauma? That was done with my friend, Alex Howard. And in that episode, we dive into all the details of how to get started addressing stored trauma. There are also links on the webpage for a guide to steps to identify and heal trauma and a supplement recommendation for you to get started with. If you have any questions, that's also a good place for you to put them. I am your host, Dr. Amy, bringing you the knowledge and tools for accelerating the trauma healing journey by bringing in what has been the missing piece, the biology, the biology of trauma. Thank you for joining me here for this episode, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe. We definitely will learn, laugh, and sometimes cry together on this healing journey, and you won't want to miss an episode. Give my podcast five stars, share it with a friend or colleague. If you felt an impact as it truly helps get the word out and breaking the paradigm of how we do trauma work. I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Until then, this is your host, Dr. Amy, sending you lots of love.